0: Hi everyone, Ed Garston with another episode of Tales from the Beat. A look at news and PR from both sides of the scrimmage line based on real stuff I've encountered in the past few weeks. So let's get to the lead story, at least the one I found at the top of my email box today. Here it is, and I quote, Nutrition experts reveal what Kate Middleton eats in a day, including her vegetarian preferences that she shares with Megan. Hmm. Well, I won't spoil the suspense. In the body of the email, I learned not only is the new Princess of Wales, quote, a big fan of slow-burn energy oats, which keep her filled up and with enough fuel to attend royal events, exercise, and run after her three children, but she's been known to blend her own Antioxidant filled smoothies mixing kale, spirulina, matcha, spinach, romaine, and blueberries all together in a delicious mix, helping her maintain a natural glow and healthy skin. But what about the bacon part? <laughs> That's buried in paragraph five words revealed, and I quote, the Princess of Wales and her sister-in-law Megan Markle enjoy harmony in their eating habits, with Kate's preference to eat mostly vegetarian foods for lunch echoing Megan's passion for plant-based foods during the week. Oh, it's so juicy. Well, As a guy who has only the utmost admiration for well-nourished royals with the waistlines of pencils, I dove into every detail of this amazing story pitch. But as a reporter who writes exclusively about autos and mobility, I don't know, I can only surmise the PR person from the fitness site that sent me this vital news, obviously figured I would make the giant leap that vehicles both internal combustion or electric, could travel further on a tank of gas or a battery charge if the occupants weigh less than a ball of cotton, and therefore, the story's a great fit. Or, most likely, someone's head was stuck between two gluteuses in a maximum way, relying on some prefab media list with absolutely no regard for reporter's beats, audience, publication, website, broadcast, outlet. Basically, they had no freaking idea who I am. So, then they wonder why they're not receiving a response. Well, look, the reporter's time is already wasted, having to either read or at least a subject line before discarding the misguided missile here. And the tragedy for the PR person is... They wasted their own time and effort sending this stuff out to inappropriate targets only to win little to no return rather than conduct even cursory due diligence to ensure the pitches are on target, shortening the odds they'll at least get a response and actual coverage. Now at this point in my life as a semi-retired person, still playing a bit on both sides of the equation, I have a little more time to respond generally informing the person they fired a blank at the wrong target. Most thanked me for letting them know so they won't make the same mistake. Hey man, that's cool. Let me know. I'm glad you let me know. But I have to admit, sometimes I just can't resist giving one a little shit. It came after receiving a pitch from a PR person repping a condom company. It was well written and conveniently included a link to images, which I could use in my story. I appreciate that. Now I'm thinking, wow, this PR person is a pro, except, of course, for the sending materials to a totally inappropriate reporter. But since he put in at least some effort, I figured, well, I will too. So I responded. Here's what I said. Hey, thanks for sending along that compelling and complete pitch regarding Blankety Brand Condoms. As I am an auto reporter, perhaps we could work on an angle how Blankety brand condoms make rear seat copulation a more pleasurable and less messy exercise. We could broaden the story to include specific case studies in minivans, pickup trucks, RVs, motorcycles, sidecars. Hey, you got time to talk? Well, talk about narrow-minded. I received no response whatsoever even after my honest attempt to make the story work for my readership, giving the PR guy a total opportunity to score some valuable earned media coverage. I'll tell you, you know, sometimes, sometimes it just doesn't pay to try to be helpful. Well, finally, I seem to end up on a list for a hip urban fashion brand. The pitch emails are totally fun, extremely well composed, but, but it's just totally useless to me. Still, I enjoyed reading them. Then one day, I received a follow-up asking me if I was still planning to go to Fashion Week in New York. And if so, would I like to do an interview with a head designer? Man, man, would I. That sounds like fun. So I wrote back explaining, well, I'm actually an auto writer. So could the designer discuss with me how his collection would hold up during Family road trips and stains from spilled takeout tacos? Well, at least this groovy guy had a sense of humor. He wrote back, LOL, it's cool. I'll take you off our list. Mission accomplished for me. So what's the lesson here, PR people? Don't simply depend on generic lists of reporters, most of whom probably don't cover the subject you're pitching. Take the time to Seek or create a curated list with appropriate targets so you're not wasting time and effort shooting blanks than stressing over not receiving responses. Reporters, I know you don't have time to respond to every pitch, but when you receive one way off target, do yourself and the PR person a favor and reply with maybe even a one-liner. Just say, hey, not not my beat, so you don't waste any more time sending and receiving errant emails. That said... I did save the thing about Princess Kate's diet. I might want to try one of those disgusting-sounding smoothies because, after all, who doesn't want their skin to glow? Hmm? What do you think? Hey, thanks for listening. Love to hear from you. Back with more Tales from the Beat soon. I'm Ed Garston.